The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what who deserves a shot in the United States. Look here, I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious How about, the, how about hypnosis? Let's get to Psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? What's going on, listeners? Um, a wise man once said that old yellow ain't no dog. <laughs> well, thank you for that rousing intro. I'm going to give you the beginning of this show to uh, give you give you some uh, time for your Bray Wyatt, Terry Funk memories or thoughts because um, you haven't had a chance to weigh in on this on the podcast. You've been ducking and dodging us. Ducking and dodging? I had to wait. Listen, I had to wait. My turn, I had to wait my turn, listeners. You know, I felt some kind of way. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, last week we lost two, you know, legendary figures in the wrestling industry. Uh, Terry Funk passed away um, last uh, Wednesday, right? Yep. It was Wednesday. You know, he had been dealing with, um, you know, some he dealing with injuries that, you know, I managed throughout his career. Also, he was suffering with um, um, dementia as well, too. So, you know, he passed away. And, you know, I didn't, like, watching wrestling, I didn't, um, my first memories of Terry were, now, I always heard about him, but my first like laying eyes on him was when he had the um the the Wrestle War feud in '89 with um Flair, mm-hmm. and when and I've always hated going there were times I always hated Ric Flair because you know Ric Flair was just that heel he was always you know booked to be the champion and this that and the other so you know the next thing you know all you see is Terry Funk just hit him I was like wait wait what. <laughs> Because you know, Rick Flair said that whole thing about, um, you know, he was going to Hollywood and he wasn't in the top 10. You know, Trey Funk took exception to that. So he had to let him know. <laughs> he had little brother, <laughs> this is not what you want. So, you know, that's from the, inf- the, you know, the infamous um, spot when he piled drive Rick on a table and Rick was out for like a couple weeks. And then it led to that I quit match they had. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, I actually watched that the other day. 
Hey, it's Samuel Kalunga, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, thanks for running. Thanks for we, we, we were waiting, but we were waiting. <laughs> we were waiting. I didn't know I didn't make the call. <laughs> oh, look at you. We didn't know if you were uh, still handling it. We didn't know we were still hearing voices. They they talk to you. You understand. No, I'm not Randy Horton. <laughs> they talk to me. No, so I, you know, I heard no I heard no I heard like a thump and apparently it's the neighbors, I guess. No, they are the neighbors thumping in, in the ways that you would like to thump or just yeah. They weren't tough thumping, no. Oh, okay. No Chumbawamba here. I <laughs> love uh, the 90s reference we, we dropped on here. Yeah, so that was my first time, you know, you know, seeing Terry, and I was like, wow, this dude is just, you know, tanking Ric Flair and Kyle dropped him on the table and everything, and then he, you know, it was the promo he cut a couple weeks later where he said he was just saying, old yellow ain't no dog, and it's because he had the guy that, you know, when they do the Bring a fake wrestler out that's supposed to be the, their opponent, and yeah. he was like, either turn around, shoulder back, and he had the guy back was painted yellow. <laughs> and then that's when Sting came out there, and they had that whole little um, tussle and everything. You know, this this was um this wasn't um this was um surface thing, ladies and gentlemen. Not um <clears throat> you see incarnation that you see on AEW today. I like during the I quit match when like Gary Hart's group jumped them both. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Jim Ross is yelling, "The Japanese are attacking Flair! The Japanese are attacking Flair!" <laughs> this is a funny thing. You know, you see in '89, um, Terry Funk attacking um, Rick Flair, and Jim Ross just stands there and does nothing. Fast forward um, <laughs> to 2023, with <laughs> the club go jumping Kenny Omega, and <laughs> Jim Ross is like, right there, they triggered like. I've seen this happen so many before. <laughs> 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 I've seen this happen so many before. Um, but yeah, but, but Terry, and then Terry Funk had that run at WWE with um, with um, Mick Foley. You know, first he came in as, as Chainsaw Charlie, but then he um, was Terry Funk, and mm-hmm. you know, and I know a lot, and a lot of people associate that um, Funk winning the um, ECW title at the Bailey Legal Pay Per View. I, I was a clip of I was a clip of um him smacking um Heyman around because Heyman was like <laughs> talking about um setting up the date um Terry Funk's daughter to date Bobby Eaton because she was ugly. He came in and smacked him up and don't care talk about my daughters. Um he had, he had wrestled all the promotions except for AEW, but you know, he was saying how he wrestled for Ring of Honor, New Japan, WWE, WCW and WA. He got a lot of love from, for, you know, all over from, you know, young wrestlers, old, you know, there was a lot of love just, you know, given to him for what he does to the business. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, 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 we think about that and, you know, we, 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 we you know, we're mourning, you know, then we'll, we'll watch some Terry Funk clips and just listen to some old, you know, stories being told about him. Here comes, Triple H dropping a bombshell on us. Jubilee Julep was in there getting ready to type it, talking about some brace yourselves. And Mary Lizette was like, don't you do it. <laughs> don't you do it. And then she put the tweet in there from Triple H and saying that Bray Wyatt passed away. And I was like, just like, wait a minute. Not not, 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 not Bray. Not, no, because y'all think there was just reports. He was coming out saying he was getting healthy. He was, you know, 
close to returning. Well, because remember we were speculating for a long time whether he lived for his health or because of um, other reasons. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we were just wondering, um, you know, what was going on. And and it was just like, and this is like the first time that we had, you know, active, active superstar in the WWE since Eddie and uh, Chris uh, Benoit, but you know they passed away, and it was just like hit everybody like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. And that was it was like Booker T was recording his show, his um his show with um his show and everything, and his co-host was like, you know, I don't know, if I should be reading this right now. And it's just happening in real time, but I don't know, if I should be reading this, and then he read. Triple H's tweet and Booker T was just like he had to, he said you mean tell me you said Ray Wyatt passed away and he was like he said that's the the, mess, the tweet from um, Triple H and that just you know Terry was one thing but Bray I'm and it was just like when we first heard about Bo. He was saying Mike Rotunda had a son that was down there FCW wrestling, um, and we heard about him and everything. Then it was just like, you know, he has another son that's wrestling, you know, that's going to that's in FCW, and you know, he was teaming up with um, him and Bo and um, and Brady was teaming up and everything. But he was even going by like different names, like. Um, he was going by different names, like Rotunda, but he was going by like, different names for like Rotunda one and everything. So, you know, then, you know, they had the NXT game show version and um, Wyndham was on there as Husky Harris and Cody Rose was his coach. And, you know, he, you know, watching that, you know, the, the game show version of NXT, and he was doing the profile on him and he was saying how he was playing football and how his um, coach said that he was the army take with the Ferrari engine because he was like a big guy, but he was fast. And I was like, well, this, that was funny. That kind of popped me because it was like just the something I just, you know, always associate with him. I think I heard Michael Cole might have mentioned that on one of the Raw episodes, you know, going down, going down the road and everything. So he was in Nexus with Punk and everything. The whole... He hit him with the whole ten. His initiation was they had straps. He had to take three lashes from everyone in the room. So, um, who was it? Justin Gable, um, Heath Slater, and I forgot who the third one was. was it? Well, it wasn't Otunga, but it was somebody else that was there. They did like hit him with the lashes, and then Punk took his and just started wailing on him. Started <laughs> on him. But, you know, he, he took it and was just like, you know, whatever, whatever. So, but the Nexus broke up and then he went back to FCW and then they were talking about they was going to repackage him in a different character. Then um, I remember that the, the, the first promo that he cut where he was um, dressed with the the Hawaiian shirt, had the white t-shirt or white beater under and the um, fedora hat. And he had Eli Cottonwood was his original giant. Mm-hmm. He had the promo about 
his um how is it? He said he took my daddy. He's the main old daddy. He took eight year old Bray Wyatt. He took him out of school. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I told myself how to read. He said it was Clifford the Big Red Dog, C Spot Run, and mostly good book after that. And he was talking about that, that promo. I watched to watch that promo over and over again. But I was just like, okay, this is a different character. Reminds me of that. Um, I think it's Kate Fear with Nick Nolte. The um, I forgot who was the the Robert Niro character. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was kind of give like vibes of that and everything. And so, you know, and then he came up at FCW, and it was you know basically he came up, the wives came up when I remember they were doing the vignettes. And say so he was saying Bray Wyatt was coming. And I was at that Baltimore show when it got initially called up. They was initially got called up. And, you know, he came, they came out there, he cut the promo, he came out there, sat in the chair, lights came back up, and then you saw um Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper attacking Kane. Beat Kane up and the fans, Baltimore fans, you know, they we petty and we don't forget anything. They chanting Husky Hearse. <laughs> they kept chanting, chanting Husky Hearse. I was like, yo, I was like, why we got to be like this? I say, yeah, <laughs> you know who he is, but it's a different character. Y'all don't have to be, y'all don't have to be that way. <laughs> and a lot of what? things happen with what? the Wyatt family happening in Baltimore, like when Daniel Bryan debuted with him and everything. He, um, you know, that was like the old school role. So a lot of things with Ray Wyatt, you know, he was a captivating character. I enjoyed it. He's going to be sadly missed. A lot of wrestlers fans, even Vanessa Hudgens said she's going to miss him because she said she watched was watching SmackDown and see what he was doing. And, you know, just a character that he kind of like, he, he, we got called up. It wasn't like he was given creative freedom or he, he still had to do under the guidelines of what WWE wanted them to do in terms of character. But he was able to Morph that character of Bray Wyatt into his own, and then we came with the Five Five Funhouse. I know people probably was was, was hating it, but I enjoyed those segments because those segments was just very creative, gave me vibes of the OPV Playhouse um, TV show. Um, and then he came with the Fiend, <laughs> and everybody was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> but when he came back, you know, and you know, he cut the promo in the ring. He was just saying, you know, he was just thankful for just the being here and that the fans, you know, wanted him back and everything. So, yeah, so we lost Bray Wyatt and it was definitely shown evident on SmackDown with the, the, the chair left of the ring, the rocket chair left of the ring, no, the landing left of the ring um, at the end of the show. They had the rocket chair at the beginning of the show where um, everybody was on stage. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of, like, um, just... Um, LA Knight cut the promo, the, cut the promo of his WWE career with that. I mean, he might have some best ones, but this one definitely he he wait he weaved in his you know members of Bray Wyatt into his feud with Miz. But you know, Miz had to get his lick back on Monday Night Raw. So <laughs> yeah, good back and forth right there. I was like, you see this? Sometimes I say Miz is a great one of the top heels because you get this kind of this. Just you know, energy and just character development out of him, and it's just like people just wanted they they, they hate and they have their, their issues and everything. But you know, Ellie Knight said, you know, 
did his promo tomorrow. I got my, he said, well, everything was probably was money. We was like, I got a little um, too much bass in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's what um, Miz on Monday night was, you know, he was like, yeah. So it was like, it was a good back and forth between those two. And Miz, and he's like, you know, this is what I like to see with, with, with my with my wrestling and everything. But, you know, we're going to miss Br- Bray Wyatt. You know, you know what what could have been with this return and everything. They said it was a heart attack. He had a heart attack that was brought about his COVID. Um, he had COVID early this year, I believe. That was a thing we believe. I saw it. I'm not going. I don't know if this report I saw from TMZ was true, but it was a report that was that I saw floating around. But I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to film it because I don't know how true that is. I was waiting until. It may get officially noticed with the Yeah, the information is correct. So, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just, just it's just an unfortunate week for you know wrestling fans. We two heavy losses in the wrestling community, and um, they will both be sorely missed. All right, Mister Sam Colunga. What are we doing since I missed it? Because you guys started early. We're doing your thoughts and memories of Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt since you guys did. I mean, we're, Mo pretty much covered it. But I also mentioned, Mo, that um, Bray Wyatt was inspired by the Wayland Mercy character. Oh, yeah, that too. And, he, and actually, uh, Dennis Spivey actually worked with him on the Bray Wyatt character. I remember that too, yeah. Yeah, but no, just, yeah, just kind of just going off of what Mo said. Um, I kind of... I kind of wish that they had actually worked a little bit on the first iteration of Ray Wyatt's character. Just, you know, worked on it some more, give it a little bit more dip, because it just seemed to just kind of, it evolved too quickly from to, for me to what it, to the next step of the character, but I, I, I was really, I liked, you know, the original. You know, the, the hat, mm-hmm. the, uh, <laughs> the Hawaiian shirt, all that deal, yeah. And, uh, yeah, as far as yeah, as far as Terry Funk, yeah, I mean, I had first really heard about him in Beyond the Mat. That was really where I first got like a sense of who he was. Mm. Even though I've seen him around, mm. I just didn't know. I didn't know his entire background until that movie came out. And, uh, yeah, um, he was still doing it for very long, very long time. Even though they told him, "Hey, maybe you should." Take it easy for a while. You're like, no, 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 no. He added a moon salt to his moon his moonset at age fifty. Right. <laughs> Middle age and crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but, but, yeah, but just, yeah, that's it. Well, we've got uh we had the quick smackdown rundown. We had the tributes. Very good tribute for Bray. Very good tribute for Terry Funk. So uh, I think that uh, people seem satisfied. Didn't see too many complaints on. Well, they had, they had some issues. They had some issues with calling it a hardcore match. And oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Terry Funk, we proud. And so Kyler Rim was like, ain't there wasn't no blood involved. What the hell? He said, Terry Funk is up in heaven because of this. All right. <laughs> Some insight. Yeah, call, on call, that. Calling him a calling him a Yankee bastard. Some insight nope, on off. that. Um, they were in Kentucky, and yeah. Alexis Littlefoot said that you can't do no bleeding in Kentucky. The commission doesn't allow it. Yep. Shout out to her. 
and the reason that they didn't use more because I was saying, okay, you ain't necessarily got to bleed, but you could you at least have some weapons, and she was like, and risk somebody getting cut open or blood, or you know, she was like, nope, play it safe. Mm-hmm. It's funny that um, at one point. Terry Funk was fired from WWF for calling Vince a Yankee bastard on 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 camera, on film. You know that would have went over great though in the Attitude Era. Right. <laughs> would have went over a lot better then. Right. Um, you said LA Knight, you know, cut the cut the promo, um, cut the promo. He was saying like him and he said your greatest foe is just the um, your your best teacher, something like that. One who helps you out the most or something like that. And, you know, it was just, you know, like I said, it was a great promo. And Miz definitely saw that and said, I get my lick back. I, I'm like, he said, I'm not letting that fly. <laughs> um, And then LA Knight goes over clean over on Bray White. I mean, um, shit, um, Finn Balor. Um, I really enjoyed the, um, uh, what was the opening match? EO and, um, yes. Rosalia. Yeah. Yeah. I really that was enjoyed pretty good. that. Yeah. I did enjoy that a lot. She didn't just completely squash her. Doll. It was a, it was a competitive match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely enjoyed SmackDown and, and the things that they attempted. They attempted to do something in the honor of Terry Funk, but that definitely was not it. You no, know, you see, you see, we, you know, the athletic commission say, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, uh, the the no hose bar or whatever the hell that um, Becky and Zoe had was much. All right, we're gonna get to that. Of uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but before before we get to that, we got a preview. Hey, oh yeah, 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 we have a we have a PLE this weekend. Yeah, we got a lot of PLEs and pay per views, <laughs> reviews, and things for this <clears throat> month coming up, man. Because the big the big bad wolf is coming back on the scene, y'all. The NFL. Yep. So you gotta get all your stuff in because <laughs> Monday you night don't, you will be trampled especially the first weekend oh yeah because everybody like all the games coming back and they got the good slate of games mm-hmm. you sound like Booker T oh yeah no, you sound like the Kool-Aid man what are you talking about well both of them you say it but <laughs> alright so we're going to preview the payback card and we're going to uh, make sure that we get the appropriate number of win totals the who knows WWE booking the best among well, last, last time it was Sam who, who knew WWE booking yep among myself Sam Mo and Miss Jade to the max this time I know I'm going to lose because I really I'm really not invested <laughs> I'm really not I really don't care uh oh uh oh he wanted to that's he's sandbagging like Lou Holtz Trying to lull us into a false sense of security, and then he's going to be perfect again. Sam doesn't care. I'm saying, like, ha ha, you think? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you're not fooling me. 
I see right through your shenanigans, sir. All right, so we're going to start with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Judgment Day against the Tag Team Champions in a Steel City Street Fight for the Tag Team Titles. Since the person who's least invested, Sam, I'll let you start first. Okay, first I'd like to start off with you guys know there's a new monster cereal out there. Like Frankenberry? Yeah, like like in along that vein, yeah. Okay. It's a girl it's a it's a cute little dummy girl. Carmilla Creeper. And it's like an apple caramel apple cereal cereal. So I'm probably gonna give me some of that this weekend. Okay. So I can eat it while watching Starfield. I mean, playing Starfield. Watching, <laughs> playing. What was the match? Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Owens and Sami Zayn versus. He's nothing far removed from that. Finn <laughs> Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Right. Judgment Day taking home the straps. Mo, what you got? Huh. I'm going to say Champ, champ for Things. Champ for Things. All right. Um, um, what? Yeah, I, I'm gonna say champs retain too. I was kind of having a, I was going back and forth about like, okay, would it be best for business for Judgment Day to win the belts right now? No, because then you would have to stop this Finn and Damian Priest like a harmony story. So. Well, they can they can temporarily come to a come to a little truce, and then they'll get divided up, you know, by all these other shenanigans. And but they're the, they're the tag champs, and they'll, I mean, if they're gonna do that, they'll lose them right away. Mm. Maybe they'll lose them back on Raw or something. But I, but I do think they are gonna win, just so at least temporarily they can, um, they can have a bunch of belts, have belts. All right. We got The Miz taking on L.A. Knight. Yeah. Mo, who you got? L.A. Knight. Sam? L.A. Knight. And I'm going to make that a clean sweep. So there's no need to have any... um, Dodd, you're playing for the win here. No. <laughs> Not happening. Next matchup, uh, we're going to have uh, a preview in the card. This is this actually might turn into a match, but I'm not going to count it. Cody Rhodes on the Grayson Waller effect. So, make of that what you will. It'll probably turn into a match. Yeah. Start out as a battle. Hold on, break. hold on, hold on. Use that as a bonus. Okay. Let me get there first. Okay. All right. Let's get to the end and we'll double back for that. Okay. Cool. Ray Mysterio and Austin Theory for the United States title. Um, I'm going to say Theory wins it back. Sam, who you got? Yeah, Theory, theory wins with uh, Dom Shenanigans. 
Mo? I'm going to go with the enchantment things. All right. Next up, Becky Lynch taking on Trish Stratus in a steel cage match. Sam? Oh, well, uh, start with Mo this time. Let Mo start. Mo started the last one. Oh, my bad. I can't keep up. Oh, Sam's supposed to I mean Dawn's supposed to the last one. I did uh, start the last one. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I'm going to say Trish. All right. Satisfaction in the house. Sam? I'm going to go Becky. All right. Sam is going to go Becky. I'm going to go Becky as well. This could be the match of the night. This could steal the show. These next two matches, if they run them right here to next together, could definitely steal the show, but they won't. Rhea Ripley defending the world's women's world's championship against Raquel Rodriguez. Sam, who you got? Champertines. Alright. Mo? Oh, Rhea. I agree. And time to take my belts off for you. And then the World Heavyweight Championship matchup, your main event of the evening. You have Seth Rollins defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to say champ retains. Seth Rollins is your winner. Sam, who you got? Champ retains. Well, all right. So now that tiebreaker Grayson Waller, Cody Rhodes, with, with the if it breaks into a match, the winner, or just does it break into a match or not, which I want to do. Does it break into a match or not, I believe, because it, if it doesn't and we're over here picking winners, then we didn't pick anything. Okay. What do you think, Mo? You think that should be? You know, that sound good to you, Mo? It does. All right. All right. Is he gonna break into a match? I I say yes. I too say yes. Well, everybody says yes. That's not gonna be much of a tiebreaker, is it? <laughs> like a tie creator. Well, say no then. Shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It could be that one, Don. It could be the one. All right. Sam says yes. Mo says yes. I'm going to say no. Got to play the odds. So, Waller versus Cody doesn't become a match. The tiebreaker. Or the extra point if you got a perfect score already. So, looking forward to this one on Saturday. It's going to be squeezed in around a lot of college football, though. So, there's going to be a lot of uh, checking in on this and kind of like spurts and spats. 
because North Carolina plays South Carolina. And uh, I really like to check that game out. So, so Dawn's going to take his shirt off and wave it around like a yeah, helicopter. Like a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Have one eye on the game and another eye on the wrestling. Uh, use the hashtag the big payday cast to share commentary with color with us this Saturday night 8 p.m. You think it'll be done before collision starts or do you think they'll just be petty and like let it leak? No, it's going to run concurrently like you did, like SummerSlam did and you saw how SummerSlam ate them up. <laughs> yep, the big pay cast it's the hashtag, so please share your commentary and color with us this Saturday. All right, at this time, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Samuel Kalunga so he can give us the raw report for this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. All righty, Monday Night Raw, live from Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. All right, the show starts with a Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt graphic. All right, for, we actually start with a match this time. Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest. Damian told the other members of Judgment Day to stay behind. Sami told KO the same. Sami does a springboard moonsault to Damian on the outside. Later, Damian turns Sami inside out with a sick clothesline. Priest keeps having his way with Sami for a while after that. Sami tries to do a dive, but Damian meets him on the apron and drives his face into the ring post. Then he drives his face into the announce table. After the commercial, Zayn hits a sit-down powerbomb on Priest, but only gets a two-count. Uh, more wrestling, Sammy tries some moves, but nothing seems to get the W for him, even a blue thunderbomb nets him just a two count. Priest tries a razor's edge, but Sammy gets out of it and hits an exploder suplex. JD McDonough grabs Zane for a distraction. Priest takes advantage and hits a south of heaven and gets the victory. Now after the match, JD tries to get in the ring and ra- to raise Damien's hand. Damien shoves him and tells him to stay out of his business. Priest leaves. JD is jawing at him. JD turns around and he has to feel the wrath of Owens and Zane with Priest looking on before he just walks away. Alright. Uh, Drew McIntyre is backstage with an 8x10. Akira Tozawa <laughs> looks at it and says, looking great. <laughs> uh, Riddle appears and McIntyre shows him the photo. It's a Photoshop picture of himself wearing Riddle's, Riddle gear. Uh, Riddle says every great tag team has to have matching outfits. Drew says they've talked about this and he wants to see where this goes before making big changes. Uh, Riddle then offers to get matching kilts. Riddle says he wants to scout the opposition and watch New Day versus Viking Raiders tonight. They can get some hot dogs and haggis. Have you ever had a haggis, either one of y'all? No, I never heard of them. Do you know where it is? No. Donald? I have heard of it, but I don't know exactly what it is. Okay, it's sheep intestines, beef fat, and oatmeal boiled together in a bag. Oh, okay. Doesn't sound that appealing. All right. All right, Raquel Rodriguez vignette. Uh, the Miz comes out as LA Knight. I don't really like when they do mimicry, but this one was actually pretty good. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't land like when the Bella Twins did Naomi and Cameron. Oh god. That was really stupid. It just, it just like when they do when it's done, it just shows that they have nothing else to add. You know? Mm-hmm. But uh LA Knight was semi doing a Miz impression, although he needed he had too much too much bass. 
<laughs> According to him. Uh, so Miz does a spot on LA Knight impression, though. Uh, Miz has a bag of LA Knight t-shirts and says he will give them out if the crowd goes, yeah. He then teases throwing his shirt to the crowd before tossing it to the floor. He calls the crowd pathetic and they will cheer for anything. LA Knight is vanilla and generic. He doesn't have he doesn't have catchphrases. When he says he is awesome, he doesn't want you to cheer for him. He's just telling you the truth. Uh, you can you can cheer free t-shirts and catchphrases, but they shouldn't. But the crowd shouldn't cheer losers. Spells <laughs> his name M I Z. Yeah. <laughs> this was a hell of a fucking promo. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay, so Riddle and okay, New Day versus what? No, it's funny that Wade Bird had popped and thought LA Knight was really dead. And yeah, Michael like, that's not that's not him. All right, so New Day versus the Viking Raiders. Uh, Riddle and Drew come out to sit by the announce table. Viking Raiders do a number on Xavier. Uh, Kofi gets the tag, goes to town on the Raiders. New Day does some tandem moves on the outside, including including a trust dive, trust fall, whatever they call it. Later in the match, Xavier gets the hot tag and does his thing more back and forth. Ibar then picks up Kingston and drives him into Drew and Riddle. Riddle. Riddle can pick up a chair. Drew picks up a chair and throws it in the ring. And then he throws a chair at Xavier. Was this on accident or on purpose? Uh, Back in the ring. No, I'll I'll wait. I'll wait to get finished. Okay. No, he looked square at him and he threw it. I don't know if the John noticed that. You know, I, I, I said I wait to get finished now. Okay. Now Back in the ring, the Raiders take advantage of a Z- Xavier left Kofi hit Ragnarok on Kingston, get the win. Drew and Riddle go after them after the match. Drew then goes to check on Xavier. Drew insists it was on accident. He gets angry again and throws another chair into the ring. All right, now Mo, your thoughts? So Xavier Woods going to miss next week's um or miss this upcoming Raw. Um, he. Say he got whiplash from getting hit with a chair. Okay. And the told him to, um, just to stay home next week. Because mm. a fan had, um, a fan had, um, tweeted out, he was like, it was very cool that Xavier Woods came inside my, um, his WWE encyclopedia, something like that, during a, a commercial break. And that's when he said, Xavier said, moments before I got hit with a chair by Drew. And he said, he's like, I got whiplashed by a chair thrown by Drew. And he said, doctors told me to stay home next week. So he, and it, I guess Monday is his birthday, but he said, we got to recover. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Judgment Day bickering backstage again. Finn insists they need to get it together. Damien agrees. Also, Finn needs to stop focusing on people that don't matter, like JD. <laughs> Uh, Priest tells Finn that he can go take a walk with JD. Rhea steps in for like the eighth time and tries to settle things down. The only one handling Judgment Day business are her and Dirty Dom. Rhea insists that they make it right at payback. She tells Submissive Dom to grab the titles as she leaves. <laughs> Did you notice that? She was like, Dom, grab the titles. Yeah. Like, there he goes being submissive again. Yeah. <sighs> Bray Wyatt tribute. I think this is the same one from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kofi leaves the training room. Riddle asks how he's doing. Drew insists again that it was an accident. Kofi says he knows. Drew says next week he's not going to worry about tagging in, and he's going to beat the Viking Raiders' arse. Arses. Kofi is confused by this. Riddle says he has no clue, but he said 
then he said we, so it's all good. He's all good with him. He goes to follow his tag team partner. So what do you think, a tornado tag match or something? That's what he said. That's what was announced. Oh, was it actually announced? Mm-hmm. Okay, Imperium comes down. Gunther says Chad Gable made history last week by beating him by countout. He may have gained the victory, but in reality, he won nothing. Gable has achieved one thing, pissing him off. He then shouts in German. Now Chad, Chad Gable has his attention and focus. Next week on Monday night, it's going to be him and Gable for the title. Alpha, Alpha Academy come out. Chad says in his two years on the main roster, no one has been able to beat Gunther until now. And he only needed to do it. In, he only needed to do it in ten seconds. And next week he'll only need one, two, three. Uh, he parks at Kaiser and tells him to get in the ring. All right, so Chad Gable versus Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, great match, lots of great mat wrestling by Gable. Late in the match, Gable hits a belly to back suplex into a bridge. Before he gets to three, Vinci breaks up the count for a DQ. Otis jumps in the ring. Did you see his his outfit was falling? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kaiser and Vinci take him out. Gunther comes to the ring and orders his men to back off. He finally should fall asleep. He did. <laughs> he then tries to power bomb Gable, but Gable counters it into I agree. Great match. Yeah. <laughs> right. But Gable counters. <laughs> no, this was a great match. So Gable, was yeah. really good. I have all, all the fries you can give me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. <laughs> Hilarious. Right. Uh, Gunther comes to the ring and orders his men to back off. He then tries to powerbomb Gable, but Gable counters it into an ankle lock. But Imperium jumps him again. And Gunther finally gets his power bomb off. You mean Chad Gable Lane? The promo was funny when he was like, and oh, he won. It was a count out. And a not in a, in a time. Like, he, he won nothing. He won nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I, I really like these two. I don't like like the supporting cast. Like I don't care for Kaiser or Vinci. Like I I really want just Gable and and uh, Gunther to just go at it one on one. Cool. No BS, no nothing, you know? I thought it was going to be on Payback, but it looks like it's going to be on Raw next week. Yeah, I thought it was Payback, too, until he until he said Raw next week, so. Yeah, yeah J.C. Triple H doesn't want to overbook the PLE, so. No, well. I thought Twitter was going to be a Raw. I thought Twitter was going to be on Raw, like, this week, but. Tony Khan can learn some a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, right. He wants to get everybody on the program. All right. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out. He calls out Nakamura, asking him to say these horrible things to his face. After he doesn't come down, Rollins says that uh, him and the crowd are going to go down Bill Street and grab a beer, and they can all sing his song all night long. Suddenly, we get a video on the trial of Nakamura in training. In the video, he mentions how Rollins won't be able to walk his daughter down the aisle because he will break him. Rollins has no honor. He has no future. Uh, Rollins wants to know what happened to the old. Oh yeah, Rollins wants Rollins back. You know, back. You know, the video's over. Rollins wants to know what happened to the old Nakamura, the one in NXT who lit NXT on fire, and who headlined the Tokyo Dome. 
Oh, I was like, ooh, burn. <laughs> right. His broken back didn't keep him from winning the WWE title, and it won't keep him from beating his ass at payback. Nakamura appears behind him and takes him out, whispering more sweet nothings in his ear, and kicking with a face for good measure. Now, Cole says Nakamura said, I told you to watch your back. So, yeah, I'm really digging this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zane and Owens backstage. They're, they're, are, they, they're, are they trying something new? They have people just talking to a camera. That's like some TNA stuff from like, TNA 2009. They might have some new production things. I, I find it a little weird. Well, no, Jeremy Borash is back oh, in. Oh, yeah, that is true. Because <laughs> they did this here, and then they did this with Trish and Zoe later. Uh, Zane and Owens backstage. Zane is talking to the camera, griping about Judgment Day and how they played the numbers game week after week. Zane and Owens then add a stipulation to their match at Payback. They're going to make it a Steel City street fight. They're going to end this once and for all. All right, Champa versus uh, Bronson Reed. Both men start out a hassle fire. Uh, what's that? Uh, so like a house of fire? Smoke it. That's um, old dirty bastard. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, see, I don't know what I wrote here. Uh, match. Oh, match. I put math keeps going. Match keeps going. <laughs> it wins with. Uh, Chopper wins with a. Oh, Chopper won, right? Chopper won with an awkward cover. Yeah, he, he did. He did win. Strange ending to a match. I was like, I was like, semi, semi, like we happy with that result. All right. <laughs> Uh, Jackie Redman Jackie Redman interviews Becky. She asks if she has any second thoughts about her match tonight. This soon ahead of her match at Payback, Becky says, "Well, she did. She had plenty of thoughts, and now there's going to be a whole lot of chaos." <laughs> uh, Rhea comes down. She addresses Raquel Rodriguez and says she she could only get get one she could only get one over on her by playing up an injury. She runs down Raquel's attributes, but the one thing she isn't is Rhea freaking Ripley. Uh, Raquel comes down, she jumps in the ring, and the two women go at it, with Raquel coming out on top. Dom tries a sneak attack, but it was a trick because Rhea jumps from, from behind and gets a hold of her. She tries a riptide, Raquel gets out of it, and close lines Rhea to the outside. Alright, Trish and Zoe start talking to the camera about what they're going to do to Becky Lynch tonight and their payback. Terry Funk tribute video. Alright, Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark. Falls count anywhere. The two women start out in the ring. Trish keeps trying to interfere, hitting Lynch with the Kindle stick. More wrestling going on. Uh, so this this is a weird thing. Zoe asks Trish for a cheer, but Trish blindly just throws it and hits Zoe in the face with it. That was a I think that was a complete accident. I'm about to you, you freeze up like Mitch McConnell. I don't think stop. I don't <laughs> think that was supposed to happen. Like it just it just like it was just too weird. Uh, Trish does it again and just throws a chair. Uh, throws chair after chair into the ring blindly, almost hitting Zoe. She almost hit her a second time. <laughs> right. So is this like a kind of like a callback to Terry Funk Cactus versus uh, Public Enemy? It could be. Could be. You know, the, the night they just the, um, threw chairs after chairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at one point, Becky grabs the candlestick stick and keeps smacking. Jeez, Art. Keeps smacking Trish all the way to the back. Becky turns around and Zoe hits her with a chair, but it gets a two count only. Uh, back in the ring, more chairs. And late in the match, Trish bulldogs Becky through a table. Zoe cannot capitalize because she is also down. Zoe finally gets the cover, but it's a two count only. Trish has a big nasty bruise on her face. I don't know if y'all noticed that. No, arm too. On her arm too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Zoe and Becky set up a double bulldog with Becky fights out of it. Becky and Trish fight. The Zoe hits a kidney shot to Becky and then accidentally clocks Trish through a table. That was fun. That was fun to look at. Uh, Becky takes advantage of the shock. Manhandle slams Zoe through a table and gets the one to the victory. This match was great. Uh, Becky celebrates on top of her production case. Shows off her brain white armband. And uh, we fade to black and that is your Monday Night Raw. She was crying too. I don't know if you all noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. She was on the very uh, armband, sitting on that platform or whatever that was. Yeah. I think it's like a box of like where they put crap in to, to take from time to time. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was emotional, having a chance to let her uh, her emotions yeah. out. So that she kind of um, show. She had a pro show promo talking about how. Um, Bray helped her. Um, she got when she got called up. She had to do a um a table match, and she didn't know how to, she never did a table match before. So he um like got guided her through the, the whole table match. Um, he said she like he had just he had finished working on what he was working on. He came and helped me with the table match. So also after uh, after Sami Zayn's match, he brought out Jerry Lawler. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he didn't put him on TV. Right, <laughs> came might not be in. Good shape. Well, Vince Altman also doesn't like old people on television. <laughs> no, it's true. That's one of his things. They said oh, he, himself, though. No, he doesn't even want himself on TV. Oh yeah. That's why towards the towards like the last few years, yeah, he has not been wanting to. I think like on his birthday or something, they called him out, and he was like, "No, no, no, he did not want to come out." Um. Also, during the um, during the um, the set. Um, Seth segment. He had um, on his on his belt. He has a um, a fiend side plate, and he also had say Yowie Wowie. <laughs> oh really? I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Also, he said at one of the house shows, he he did um, he did tribute to him when he did the um the the the, the um crab the crab crawl. Oh word! Yeah, it was like videos floating around from one of the house shows over the weekend. Oh, that's cool. Well, Mo, you uh, got an executive decision. You want your 12 or you want your whole... You need more. There's a lot to talk about this week, so... We definitely got a lot to talk about, so... All right, um, well, get into it, and then uh, we'll <coughs> do the countdown. All right, cool. So, oh... Oh, oh let me get into it as we... Uh, <laughs> as we transition from the Rawcast review into the Mo Melser news segment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, as Sam said, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> like, as I said at the beginning of the show, we lost two um, Titans, um, Terry Funk and uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, now, you thought that, you know, folks have been on their best behavior trying to, you know, you know showing wrestling what, what, what was it meant to be. But there was a um so AEW had their pay per view over the weekend um all in in London where they kept touting the whole eighty one thousand fans and everything you know I think Jericho they like, said it was a shoot number or whatever something like that but um 
So, CM Punk definitely was in the news for quite a bit. You know, they were saying they were still, she was still trying to, you know, get sit-downs with the elite. You know, they're not being able to talk to nobody, yada, yada, yada. So on the pre-show, of the all-in pre-show, Jack Perry, um, he, you know, after he did a spot, he taps the window, call window, and says, what's this real glass? It says, cry me a river. Mm-hmm. Which led to, after the match was over, he was going in the back, and Punk approached him and said, you have a problem with me. <laughs> and, and one thing led to another, with Punk putting um, Jack Perry in a headlock. Now, there were a lot of witness, uh, eyewitness um, individuals back there. Even Tony, they said Tony Carver back there because they said when they was like, no, you know, locking up and whatnot, one of the monitors fell on him. So. Hmm. Also, that's where the whole Wendy sign fell on him thing came from. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, now, that, now that makes sense. That's funny. So it's it was just a lot going on, um, with that, and then a lot of you know, you know he say C shade, he say C um, speculations and everything. It was also um, reports coming out there with Punk. Punk didn't come get didn't get to London until Saturday morning, I believe, and there was supposed to have been someone waiting for him with a car. No call service, and the number that he called, the call just bounced back to him. So he had to take the subway, and I guess he got lost, and some fans kind of directed him towards Wembley. So, so okay. So from what I've heard, so what I was reading was that the AEW travel guy is like really, really good friends with the Bucks, and he's appeared on 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 BLT or whatever. <laughs> what is it called? BTV, sorry, That's a good sandwich, though. Um, and also, like, if you go look at his like Twitter history, he's liked a bunch of anti-punk tweets. Yeah, and they said that they said that that same guy took out like references to him being friends with Young Bucks and um, kind of like switched his whole Twitter around. But people was like, yeah, he's still he was the point guy for the for the, for the um, transportation and. Mm-hmm. Apparently that was that. <laughs> yeah, but to hear Miro tell it, he just went up to the Jungle Boy and just choked him out. He, yeah. There was no words. So, they, so from what Brian Alvarez um, had stated, he said that with the with the confrontation with Miro, Miro um, apparently asked Punk what happened with Jack Perry, and Punk responded saying, "If he had a problem, he could step outside." <laughs> <laughs> that's why everybody kept saying, you know, he was like, they was like, Miro wouldn't go step outside. No, they put somebody said, um, said this was Miro, and you know the 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 the, um, the gift of Andre the Giant, you know, going saying no, mm-hmm. and like, like from somebody, that's that was like, Miro. Snake had the snake. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he was. Yeah, he yeah, was. He was scared of the snake. Um. So that is saying that with suspension, Ricky Steamboat, um, oh, they said this Saturday on um, Collision, Ricky, um, R- Ricky Starks will appear live on AEW Collision to challenge Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to a strap match this Sunday at All Out. Is there a history between these two, or is it just random as hell? So basically, um, 
a couple weeks Are ago. Are you fighting over the name Nikki Ricky? No. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, um, they had a met um Starks and um Punk had a match on collision where Ricky Steamboat was the referee and apparently Steamboat got involved with the finish and Starks ended up whipping um Steamboat with the with his belt. Okay, so there is a so okay, so which, just, yeah, uh, which just, um okay. which led to a suspension and then that's when um Tony Schiavone was like, wait, they can't suspend you for thirty days. You guys get suspended for twenty eight days, which led to the all um all out um to him being all out. And then I guess before he got why he got suspended, he went and got a manager's license. So <laughs> and then he went he was with manager Big Bill. Oh <laughs> Yeah. Colin Cassidy. <laughs> Jeez, and you can't. I guess you can't teach that. Yeah, man, can't teach. Okay, so real quick, I'm sorry. So I just basically, just basically, on what I've been googling, like it does seem more and more people are leaning towards that. The Becky and Zoe match was a uh, Terry Funk tribute. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, much much more line of more and especially like the chair thing. Mm Mm-hmm. You can do more in Memphis than what you can do in um, Kentucky. So you can um, do a lot in Memphis if you ever watch the old uh, old Memphis wrestling. <laughs> um, so Impact is they're going to be they're celebrating their one thousandth episode, and um, Awesome Kong will be back. Is her back any better? Because that's why she retired because her back was just giving out on her. Um. Wait, is it just a one shot or it says one thousand said Awesome Kong and Gail Kim wrestling in classic gimmick matches. So Yeah, I guarantee you if they if they have another match, it won't be a classic. I forgot that Gail Kim had a nice had a nice run at and she left WWE. <laughs> I remember her more for impact than I ever do for anything in WWE. Right. She she was in. I mean she was in WWE for like twice. a hot second though, twice. She was, twice. In, she was there twice. But then she left. Her second time, though, she was just basically just a background character. Right. That 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 paper, that, that battle royal that they had, and she just and you can clearly see her just eliminate herself and just like, I'm out. <laughs> She's like, I'm out. <laughs> so uh, more on the CM Punk side, it was a report that um, CM Punk chewed out Tony Khan and told that he quits. Um, I think that's just this is PW Torch reporting that. Yeah, P. You know, okay, based on all my years of reading all these wrestling sites, the only one I've ever found reliable was a PW Insider. Oh, okay. I mean, the rest of it is just baloney. Mm-hmm. They have a, and I guess they announced, they announced on Dynamite, they have a tournament, a grand, um, the title tournament, something like that, and Roddy said he's interested. Because <laughs> he was um saying, you know, so he was running down Adam Cole saying how he left his friends high and dry. And then when he mentioned we got to NXT, he said, yeah, then he went to Florida and you, and we did everything that we could do to keep you with the title. I was like, just say NXT, bro. I, I'm sure it's only, they, they won't get mad that you mentioned it. <laughs> Tony wouldn't even pay attention. He's, he's in the back drinking White Claws with the Bucks. Right. He's, you know, they probably say, hey, he mentioned NXT. Well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're like Tony, you mentioned NXT. I can't feel my legs right now. Sorry. <laughs> he was like, he was like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, so it looks like they might be building towards um, Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. Um, Tiffany Stratton was in a building at Raw um, Monday night um, when the, when it was shown, before the Becky Lynch um, Zoe Stark match. She was they show her um, Tiffany Stratton in the crowd. I said because you know last week on NXT she. The, say that talk about um the greatest NXT champions and mentioned Becky Lynch. <laughs> Becky Lynch was like, I've never been NXT champion, women's champion yet. <laughs> no, she was just back there just to make sure Ludwig Kaiser wasn't talking to Maxine. <laughs> yeah, so they are they are items. Got cut up a couple of items, you know. Is uh, is is Kaiser the next uh, Ricoch- Ricochet? Oh goodness! <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> all right. Um, just like today was uh, um a milestone, <clears throat> and Roman Reigns has been Universal Champion for three years. Hmm. Two more years, and you beat uh, what's his name's record? No, he won't. He was, <laughs> he was a um, champion for seven. So I always heard five. Mm-hmm. Seven. Like me. I think you're lying. Well, uh, I think the second wrong. time he had it, he had it for five. <laughs> okay, so at one point he did have it for five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talking about um, Bruno? Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it was showing the clip was showing around where um Adam Pierce was um trying to um get Roman to sign the contract and then he had to consult and so he said he was catch um catch Ray with about not being prediction as a spoiler. And that's when the camera pans over to payment with that cheesy smile. I was like <laughs> <laughs> And we were off to the races. <laughs> like, oh snap. Yeah. It's home. Um, yeah. <clears throat> also, um, it was like Binky taking some, to get some time off. Oh, really? Third time off, yeah. Looks like the, um, the attack on her last week, not this week, but the week before, when they attacked her, when Damage Control attacked her and, um, or her knee and everything. Was this was to write her off TV? <laughs> she doesn't have surgery, need surgery, or anything, did she? No, no, this is um just time off for her. Okay, they gave her some time off to um just because <laughs> she was going hard. Man, you um you over you you uh, right over there? You got that? You got that one hit of quitter, right? <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, she's um you know she's been going hard, you know. The champion broke the record for the championship, um, holding the championship for the longest um, on the main roster for women. And she met all the events and stuff. Like when we was always talking about her current heel, you was like, nah, she um, at the events with the, with the kids and everything, they ain't gonna turn the heel. So, so they say it might be out for a month or might be three months. You never know. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, she enjoys her. Her time off. Yeah. Um, I ain't watching the NAC yesterday because I was at the Orioles game, obviously, but it was like Street Profits was down there. No spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. So I'm 
probably watch tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can live tweet together. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll kill me after the pay-per-view when Donald starts live tweeting. Right, exactly. I'm like, Dude, we, all sit here, we all sit here and w- went and watched it. Next thing you know, you've seen your tweets being retweeted. I'm like, Donald must be watching the, the PLE. <laughs> hey, man, I, I have to get in on different schedules sometimes. Are you are you are you um still dealing with the thing that, that held Sam back all that all that time? <laughs> you oh, you're hilarious. Yeah. You wasn't getting stabbed, but Yeah, I was gonna say, like, are, are you living under the trade of getting stabbed? No. No. No, but I, but I am I am living with the um you know, fighting against my time. Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, to to look here, woman. I'm gonna Record okay with my boys and just shut up, all right? And they say, you know, I was like, hey, can one of you guys come help me move? <laughs> you ain't move, you closer. <laughs> got a spare bedroom. Take a little right, there you go. <laughs> no, we like, I'm in the, I'm on the couch. <laughs> you like, I'm on the couch. I'm like, what happened? He said, whoa. You know, in the episode of Martin where they told Cole to stand up to his mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. He's like, so where do I sleep? <laughs> but, um, no, so, um, yeah, so Vicky taking time off and, um. <laughs> hey, Mo, Don's going to call you with an idea for rid of Sprint of School. Dude, I got this idea. If we can, um, no, what? No. <laughs> we'll give you this super free for random spoons. Right. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So the um. The, so Nick Jackson, after um all all in, he was praising different like wrestlers on the show, and at the end, they um said um this doesn't happen without you. It was a picture of them with Cody Rhodes. Uh, that's the original all out, uh, all in, um, like post or whatnot. And you know they book Wembley again next year for all for all in. Mm-hmm. They probably, you know, the better heat it up, much better than they did this time though. Or oh, keep the keep the the background distract the distractions at a minimum. Because this time. It was the first time they'd been over there, so of course, it's the biggest show. Okay, if you want to come see it, you got to come here, so they were able to draw that large number. But right. next year, you know, okay, we've seen it once. Now you're gonna have to have like a real match and a real story to kind of to build the people into. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, next year if they go and they put seventy thousand people in the damn thing. It's still nothing to sneeze at, you know. Right. They gonna look like they probably look at it and say, "Well, you couldn't match the numbers that you did last year, so." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So apparently, Brian Gerritz says that The Rock wanted to put Bray over at um, WrestleMania 32. Hmm. Man, I'll be wanting to put one to do he's wanted Brady to get over, you know, but not creative is for certain things. I watched that um the the 
um, Cena Brave match from WrestleMania. Ceiling, ceiling, ceiling fan mania. Ceiling fan mania. Yeah. That's funny. I remember we, we, were, we was live tweeting. We just saw, and then all of a sudden, when the when the shit just went left, we was like, "What the fuck?" You know, we we all on Twitter like, "What the hell is going on?" And I just remember like, "Oh shit!" Um, I was like, um, I was like, Bray and Cena in the NWO. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I said, "What Eric Bischoff is going to say about that?" <laughs> Oh, you know, I or- I orchestrated the whole thing. You know, they came and right. talked to me. I consulted them. You know, I gave them, I gave them, you know, a, a, a direction to go away with the with the <laughs> characters and everything. Right. Thank you, Mo. I just saw your tweet about pockets. <laughs> you call them pockets. Uh, stay up late. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So Brian Pillman has officially entered um develop- WWE developmental, and he's going to be on NXT. They're not going to rush him to TV. They said they would let him get um get his, get get himself get his feet get his feet under him and everything. Then so they're gonna have him like do like the random like house shows, the right? Definitely. We see the um the the NXT house show results. The, the, uh, the, the Florida house show, yeah. The Florida circuit, yeah. The, that definitely the, that's the, the um the the Florida circuit. <laughs> That's what they do. Like when whenever they bring them in, they don't put them on TV right away. They're doing those. They're doing those Florida house shows. Well, Greg and Lee got brought to TV right away. You're not going to see him. You're not going. I don't know. You might see him um, in the um, in the crowd at the um, at the next um, PLE. The um, what's the next one? It's one of them old WWE ones. They doing. They doing oh, no mercy. And, yeah, you might see him in the crowd at, at Bakersfield. Would be like, hey, that's. That's Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> What's he doing here? I still remember when they were doing the um, <laughs> when they were doing the um, the COVID shows, and they would have like all the NXT students. Yeah, and they would have like Simone Johnson front row, but they would never mention her. <laughs> they were just like that's somebody. Like, look at all these people. I'm like, isn't it? I'm like, isn't that the rock daughter right there? <laughs> We're not gonna say her name yet. They're like, they're like shut up. <laughs> um, um. Also, Tony Khan is allowing um talent that wants to attend um Wyndham Rotunda's um, aka Bray Wyatt's um memorial services. He's offering them time off. Two, two next, weeks. Yeah, the next two dynamites. That's good. Yeah. So, who's gonna wrestle at the shows? Not, you know, not everybody's going to go, but <laughs> Tony Khan gonna rip, rip open his shirt like a like Vince McMahon. See, no, <laughs> <laughs> you see that promo he cut on. Um, he came out there last week. I think it was on the MJ MJF Adam Cole segment. And he came out there yelling. <laughs> I did not. You see it, Don? I didn't hear. Oh, it was last week when he did that. He came out there yelling. That was like. I don't know they did not write him into the show, but he's gonna be over there popping white claws like a he's stone cold with the Budweiser, you know. Well, he going, he going. Well, he, he can't stun nobody, but you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> you just pick random fans out of the crowd and stun them, right? Um, let's see. Um. 
Well, we'll do this, dog, because I don't think I have anybody else. Um, main event. All right. Um, you have um, what is it? Oh, um, Chelsea Green versus Katana Chance and Blockhead versus Akira Tozawa. Mm, Chelsea Green is taking on who? Um, Samantha, um, <laughs> Samantha's favorite. Um, That's what I thought. Punch your bag. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. All right. Well, holy crap, I've just seen the worst thing ever. Pockets in a Pinta doing a. Oh, yeah. The, the Canadian Destroyer. The Canadian Destroyer yeah. off, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. Now, now gone. Mm-hmm. You want to practice producers with the upcoming thing? What? Nope, nope, nope. Nope, no practice needed. Oh, come on. All right, let me, let me just, I'm going to just, just run down. Just to give you an idea of this, who to look for. Um, mm-hmm. So, Sean Davari produced um, the oh, match between, the made a match between Chelsea Green and Katana Chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Rue produced J.D. Madonna and Akira Tozawa. So you can officially add him to the list mm-hmm. of producers, but might not do a PLE yet. Not for sure. Um, the opening segment and well, the the open get yeah, opener with um, Sammy Zabers, Damian Priest with um, Michael Hayes and Robert Rue. Um, Shane Helms did um, Viking Raiders versus New Day. Uh, Jason Jordan did Ch- um, Chad Gable versus Lee Great Kaiser. Mm. Um, the segment with Sense- um, Sensei Nakamura and Seth-, Seth was produced by Adam Pierce. Uh, Chris Park did Tommaso Ciampa and Bronson Reed. Um, Sean Davari produced a segment with um, Rhea Ripley um, um, and Raquel Rodriguez. So, so this uh, is done, right? Yes, submissive Don Mysterio. <laughs> uh, Tyson K and Pete Williams both did the um, Zoe Starks and Becky Lynch fall count anywhere. And there was no producer listed for the um, Miz and LA Knight. The Miz addressed up as LA Knight segment. So, hey, Robert Rude, to your list of producers, sir. All right. Robert Rude, officially in the mix now, huh? Well, yeah, we heard he was coming, so. Yep. We uh, can finally confirm the news. So they don't go sit there thinking, like, ah, Robert Rude. Like, yeah, nope. Every other, every other guest is going to be Robert Rude this week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Robert Rude was with us. I'm like, no, man, you know who wasn't on that one. <laughs> no, Sean Davari. That's the little sneaky mug that be getting me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, you, you you'll forget you'll forget the Petey Williams do women matches too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just gotta remember he's about their height, so that's the reason. Don't know how it works. He wants he wants stare at you by trying to do the um the standard math from on you. Well, all right, fellas. At this oh, time, gonna, oh, what you got? 
I just gotta upload this stupid video so I can show people how stupid this is. Oh, okay. Um, Sam, while you're throwing your fist at the clouds, give a shout out and thank yous. See, he's he's still shaking his fist. All right, there you go. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm done. All right, what you got for shout outs and thank you, Sam? Oh, uh, shout out to you guys as, as always. Shout out to the WrestleCast family up here. And uh, shout out to everyone who uh, checks us out on the Patreon. That's it. All right. Mr. Moses underscore research. Shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to Don and Sam and the voices that Sam hears go bumping tonight. Um, shout out to Gabe to the Max. We had a rousing conversation on Instagram. Because she saw, she saw my story about Mickey taking time off. She's like, why am I watching? And I said, I don't know the bloodline storyline. And she said, they need to wrap that one up, too. And I said, see, when I said that needed to happen, I was called a hater. <laughs> I said, not by you, though. But I was told I was being a hater and wasn't respecting Roman's, um, respecting Roman as a champion. I was like, I was, but it's just been going on too long. But anyway, shout out to Semi. Terry's boy Anwar Stallwin. Anwar's been getting getting us with this with these um top football um positions, like who the, the players going into the season. <laughs> and Black Marvel, shout out to him too. Um coming with the with the crazy, crazy. Like you put Zay Flowers in at number seven and before um Stefan Diggs. <laughs> it's like Zay hasn't I said I'm not going I'm not going to say anything. I said Zay hasn't Proving stuff on the field yet, but we shall see. Shout out to Khaled Ring, um, Black Holland. Um, shout out to Jula Jula, um, Madame Lizette, Queen Mount Mindy. Um, Want to send some love to uh, Miss Ash. Um, she's going to be taking some time away from us. Um, you know, she, if you go on the Discord, Dawn, you'll see why she's taking time away, but just want to send some. Some love to her and everything, and All right. um, you know, let her know that you know we're here for her. For it's sure, supportive means and everything. Okay. And we'll back, we'll be here to greet her with open arms and everything. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. All right. Well, thank you to Mr. Mota underscore Reese and Mr. Samuel Colunga. For joining me here for this edition of the Rawcast. Thank you to everybody who joins us over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Become a patron, pay the five, get the extra content that you can get from only CSPN Media as we do our before we record this little banter. So check that out. You can also hear me and Miss Simi talk about AEW Dynamite each and every week, and we'll be talking about All In as well. Uh, we'll be ha- having a full review on this week's edition of Dark Match. Uh, don't forget to use the hashtag TheBigPayCast to share your commentary with fellow with us this Saturday night, 8 p.m. for Payback, brought to you by the WWE. Uh, remember to rate and review. Give us five stars. Let everybody know about the WrestleCast and our programming here on the CSPN Shout out to Miss Jade to the Max. Shout out to Miss Simmy. Shout out to everybody who's going to finish in second place in the WrestleCast Fantasy League. Thank you to everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to 
everybody who signed up and uh, is joining us this football season. It should be a lot of fun. Remember, the draft is taking place on Sunday at 7 p.m. So for Mr. Samuel Kalunga, for Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. I'll get to the Miz in a second. But from what I can tell, tonight's about Bray Wyatt. here into this building tonight and I saw everybody out here representing with the fireflies and it just got me thinking it had me reminding my mind a little bit because I think back to the fact that sometimes your greatest foes can turn out to be your greatest helpers about this. Bray Wyatt and I, we went through hell. That guy did everything imaginable to me, and I did everything that I could back to him. And through that, you know what he was doing? He was getting me ready for anything. And I'm going to be honest, I held myself together pretty well tonight until I saw the pictures of his family. I got to be honest, my heart breaks for that. But... As I look around, I can hear it, I can feel it. Again, when I saw each one of those fireflies out here tonight, I know that all of you can feel the spirit of Bray Wyatt in this building. exact sentiment. Thank you, Bray. Because just like you're all feeling the spirit is the same spirit that allows me to stand here and say, let me talk to you. Anytime, anywhere, SmackDown, Raw, hell, we can go to TMZ. I will show you once and for all whose game is it when everybody say it. told me, the next time you see me, run.